So last night, despite a Sixers win, Coach Doc Rivers goes completely off on beat reporter Keith Pompey for asking a certain question, and oh boy, do I have a lot to say about it. I've been waiting all day to get some things off my chest, and if you came around here looking for the truth, ladies and gentlemen, you are about to get it, man. Let's go. Perfect. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome back on into the show. Like always, if you enjoy the content, be sure to smash the like button, hit the subscribe. If you're new to the channel, let's keep the family growing and hit the bell so you get all the notifications anytime we drop content or go live. Also, be sure to check out the channel memberships for exclusive support and perks each month. Look, man, we are back. And, you know, a couple things first and foremost, I've been waiting all day to get this off my chest because... You know, um, let's just say there have been a lot of takes on both sides of it. I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Um, You know, if you were in my live stream last night, I actually predicted before the game that it would go down to the wire as it did against the Toronto Raptors. Why? Because that has been the common theme of this Sixers team, and I felt that it was going to happen again, and it did. Doesn't matter if we're playing a team with eight guys out, ten players, one player, doesn't matter. The Sixers have had a lot of close calls this year, but what I did not expect was for the pot to get stirred the way it did with that interaction between Doc Rivers and Keith Pompey. Also, you know, just to put it out there, I understand uh, Keith and his situation. He can't really come out and go go full-blown on the situation. You know, he works for the Inquirer and all this stuff, and he's credentialed. We are not credentialed, um, but I do try to cover this team from more of a fan perspective. You know, really have that that pulse of the fans. Um But the best part about it is we can come out and speak the truth, and that's what I'm going to try to do today from my perspective, as I've seen a lot of people back and forth. But some people really aren't, you know, bringing light to the facts of what exactly happened. But I would love to hear from everybody, whatever you think, down below in the comments section uh, about your thoughts on this. It's definitely intriguing. But anyway, just some context on the situation real quick. I'm not going to bore you with the two-minute clip. Definitely go check that out on your own beforehand. But Essentially, after the win last night, uh, Keith Pompey asked a question. I thought it was a respectfully fair question about the Sixers and their struggles against undermanned teams as of late. You know, uh, Toronto last night, uh, the Sixers had lost to the Atlanta Hawks, who had literally every player out. They were struggling against the Heat, who had Gabe Vincent in, and Bam Adebayo was out, Jimmy Butler and Hero, and all these guys. There's been a lot of games like that. And Keith Pompey simply just asked a question, and Doc Rivers took offense to it uh, by calling it a dumbass question, quote-unquote. And in a nutshell, this is now me paraphrasing, you know, pretty much talked about Keith and I guess his lack of experience with playing the game and, and how that contributed to his way of thinking. He talked about how if the roles were reversed and when they were, when a lot of players were out for the Sixers, um, you know, they weren't saying the same type of things and and were the other coaches really skeptical about their teams despite uh, how they were sneaking out wins against the Sixers. That's pretty much uh, everything that was said in a nutshell. But again, go listen to it on your own. Um, but I'm, a, I'm about to give my take on it. So we'll start with Keith Pompey. First and foremost, here's what I will say regarding Keith Pompey. Was his question last night maybe the most appropriate to ask after a win in terms of making sense? Did it probably make sense to ask that after a win? Uh, probably not, right? Like it, it, I guess it didn't really make sense. Maybe Keith was trying to wait for a time in which Doc was probably in a better mood 
and and asked him the question. But um, you know, at the same time, I mean, Keith and and other Sixers reporters. By the way, Keith has challenged Doc on things before. I don't think it's ever gotten heated like that. But what I will say is that a lot of these reporters have challenged Doc Rivers in the past couple weeks, especially after we lose games. And what does he do? He makes excuses. You know, he literally said a couple games ago when asked why the team was struggling, he said, I don't know. He said, I don't know. He said, you know, oh, well, we had players out too, even though um, the Atlanta Hawks had a lot more players out. There have been a lot of excuses, right? Uh, but maybe Keith was trying to wait until a better time or a better game. If he had asked him after a loss, maybe Doc would have lost it even more. Who knows? Did it make sense? Probably not. But at the same time, this is in Doc's contract. This is in every player's contract. They have to answer questions from the media. And this is Keith Pompey's job as a reporter. He can ask whatever the hell he wants. Okay? So that's what he did. And, uh, you know, Doc Rivers could have handled it a lot better. Now we get the Doc. And I have a lot of issues with what Doc said. Um, do I respect it? I, I respect that Doc spoke his mind. But at the same time, let me break it down for you, okay? Number one, Keith Pompey was simply asking a question. If you didn't like the question, the, the best way to avoid it would have been to just say, you know, I, I thought I was happy that we won the game. That was it. You could have moved on to the next question, but you took it upon yourself to take it even further. For example, Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey. Maxey had a tough night, and Joel was playing around with him. I don't know if you saw that clip either, but, but they kind of made it a, a little funny joke, and they moved on. But Doc Rivers, okay, you have now created more of a villain for yourself and you've stirred up more controversy. And I'm sick and tired of Doc Rivers doing this. I got to be honest, you know, these little Ben Fenders think that people like me don't criticize guys like Doc at all. I do. Doc gets a lot of blame for what happened last year, just not as much as, as 2-5 himself. But you know what, Doc, when it comes to things like this, you know, you, you, you babied 2-5 last year. And I don't mean to bring him up, but I have to. Because in that instance, last year, you literally sat up there and made a fool of yourself. You sat up there and told one of the most educated fan bases and media groups that they didn't know basketball, that they didn't know what they were talking about. And the fact of the matter is, your ass had to bench 2-5 in a crucial playoff game because we were right and you were wrong. We were right and you were wrong. Just, just regular civilians. We were right. We know the game. This city knows their sports teams ins, you know, with the ins and outs. And I'm not saying we're always right, but for you to sit up there and once again try to play us out to be, I guess, the villain, it's unbelievable. He was asking a fair question. The Sixers have been struggling, and, and you have some balls, Doc Rivers. You have some balls. Why? Because it's not like this Sixers team is 21-10 and 10 right now and they're second in the East. No, we are in the lower part of the Eastern Conference sitting at 18-16. and 16. We've been hovering around 500 all year. Now, let me be fair. Let me be fair. The Sixers had a max contract player essentially walk away from the game and have not gotten a replacement yet. And we had a stretch where a lot of guys were going out with COVID and we really haven't had a lot of consistent rotations. But with the guys we have, let's be fair, you haven't optimized the talent to its biggest extent this year. You just have not done that, right? Tyrese Maxey has flashes. He hasn't been utilized 100%. And some of this is on the players as well, right? But Tobias Harris struggling. Curry doesn't get enough shots. I, guys like Isaiah Joe don't even play. Like the rotations and the timely decisions, there's been good games, but a lot of them have been bad, and that's one of the biggest reasons we've been struggling against these lower teams. And for you to come out here 
and, and just harp and, and treat Keith Pompey like he just did the worst thing ever to you is absolutely ridiculous. He's doing his job. Sit up there and answer the damn question. Don't come at Keith and, and now start talking about, oh, his lack of experience and this and that. Doc, you said the same thing last year, and we were all right. And, you know, again, like you're already walking on eggshells. If you want me to be completely honest, you know, I said it last year. Doc had to be swayed to come here and take this job. Doc Rivers was planning to not coach anymore, or at least for a year or two, and he had to be convinced to come here. And at times, it looks really, really, really lazy. It really does. And and, and then you sit up there. And, and, you know, to act, first and foremost, to answer your question about other teams, I'm sure when we went up under man against the Milwaukee Bucks who had their roster in and we almost beat them, I'm sure their coach was skeptical. Like, yo, we should be blowing this team out. That's what great coaches and great teams do. And it speaks to kind of the attitude of this team. It's reflected in how Doc Rivers looked last night. He didn't look accountable. He looked uneasy. And that's how this team has looked at times. You got to set the precedent as the coach. You have to set the tone. We should be blowing these teams out. We should be setting the standard to be a great team because that's how championship teams think. They're always going out. Why do some of these coaches come out and they say, yo, we're always looking to get better. We're always looking to play. And, you know, I'm not going to say this is convinced or, or anything like that or confirmed. But last year, there was a lot of hype, a lot of talk about Doc Rivers from these players. I haven't heard much of it this year. And I was one who was really on board with the hiring of Doc Rivers. I loved it, and, and I loved the accountability factor. But we've heard things from the Clippers, right, and, and Paul George about the lack of accountability. I mean, you've had teams for years with a lot of talent. You haven't been able to get over the hump in a long time. And people have had questions, and the same things have happened. Blown leads and this and that. What I'm trying to say here is, like, you have to set the tone as the guy at the top of this team, and, and I'm just not seeing it. And, look, I'm always looking to get better. Now, again, I think a 2-5 trade is imminent before all else. I think it's imminent before a potential other trade for, more, you know, any other players on his team or a firing of Doc. I don't think he should be fired yet. I think we have to upgrade the roster via a 2-5 trade and see how this plays out. But, look, I'm always looking to get better. We have a lot of good Coaches on this staff, Dave Yeager, Sam Cassell, we have guys that know what they're doing. You're already walking on eggshells, and don't sit here and act like you have done anything yet for this Philadelphia 76ers team. That was disrespectful, and honestly, I think you owe Keith an apology. I think you should apologize to him for what you said because he was just simply doing his job, and honestly, Keith kind of played it off with a joke saying that Doc was, you know, it sounded like he was getting emotional. He was. Keith could have been much worse, but I, I thought he was just asking a fair question um, I respect Doc's answer, the fact that he spoke his mind. But at the same time, man, it, it doesn't speak good volumes about this team, and I've had enough. You know, I mean, the, the way you coached last year in the Hawks series, that was a dumbass way of coaching. What you said about 2-5 and how you babied him all year, that was a dumbass way of thinking. But we didn't say that. So all I'm saying is, Doc, you got you to uplift yourself and this team, and you got to get us on the right track, man, because we can't have these early in the season. We can't have this kind of crap going on. We're trying to contend, man. We're trying to compete. And it just doesn't look good coming from you. But anyway, those are just my thoughts in a nutshell. I would love to hear from you down below in the comment section. Give me all your thoughts on the situation. Appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And like always, I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.